Hi there, and welcome to Rome Business Radio. This is the Rome Floyd Chamber Small Business Spotlight Show. I'm Roger Manus, broadcasting via Zoom, and our studio is sponsored by Hardy Realty. And today we are joined on Zoom by Jeannie Krieger of the Rome Floyd Chamber of Commerce, Amanda Farrell of Farrell's Frames, and J.J. Johnson of Smoothie King, all from Rome. First of all, how is everybody doing through the pandemic? Uh, Jeannie, just start with you. I'll kind of go around the circle here quickly. We're, we're all uh, adjusting to a new way of life right now. How are you handling everything? We are. We are able, because we have a relatively small staff, to um, social distance effectively in our offices. So um, I've been here throughout. It's just easier for me to work from the chamber. And if staff, some are choosing to work from home and some are coming in, but we can um, distance ourselves in our offices and we even call in for our staff meetings. So we're, we're doing well, you know, serving our businesses and doing our jobs. And Amanda Farrell, um, how are you guys adjusting? Everybody healthy in your family first and foremost? Uh, yes, me and my husband are doing well. We're actually um, expecting our first little girl right now. So we're hey. being Everything's exciting. Oh, congratulations. <laughs> um, we've taken the opportunity to kind of slow down and really soak in all the little moments that we're, we're haven't experienced before. So that's been nice. Um, and then business wise, we're doing good. We've been doing the same thing that Jeannie mentioned. Um, we've been working limited hours the whole time. Um, we only ever shut down completely for a week. And that was honestly because we just needed a mental break from everything. Um, we've come up with some adaptive ways to do business. And, you know, um, when we first got news of the shutdown, I uh, kind of panicked, but we're in a lot better position than we that I thought we would be at this point. Okay, that's good. And and uh, JJ over at Smoothie King, how are how is your family and and how is how is business? Uh, family's great. Um, no complaints. All is well on this side. Thank God for that. And uh, business as well. I mean, it's a food business. Well, you know shake business. And so I guess, you know, like anybody else in the service business, sales dropped, but um, you navigate through these uncharted waters. And we did that. And um, uh, since it's opened back up, sales have jumped some, certainly not where we were last year um, this time, but there are, I see a slow rise, but uh, so a slow rise from the major drop (laughs) that we dropped on, but um, Businesses, I can't complain. I was just thankful that I was able to keep all my employees. We lessened hours of the store and uh, cut hours, but we were able to keep most of the staff, well, all the staff. And I, would, I didn't have to lay anyone off and was able to at least get enough money in to pay them. Now, I didn't get paid, but <laughs> but at least at least enough to pay my staff. So my staff, because I'm sure, you know, they have bills and everything else, too. So other than that, business is OK. No complaints. That's that's the burden of entrepreneurship. Sometimes you have to take the hit at the top. That's right. Uh, they say the leader eats last. <laughs> uh, so uh, it's it's actually heartwarming for me to hear um, this almost it's almost a positive vibe. Jeannie, have we, are we turning a corner, Jeannie? Well, I've just been, you know, so impressed with how um, the business community, the small business community has adapted. And so I think it's definitely been out of necessity. I know Amanda was on one of those conversations I had early on and she adapted her business model and was able to still process orders. And um, she even did something for me. I, I had a diploma from my son graduated from college that I needed framed. So I was able to drop off outside and 
um, she was able to do that. And so she can speak to that a little bit, but just seeing our small businesses adapt, you know, whether it's through the restaurant business or through retailers to be able to continue to make sales. Um, it's, it's been very encouraging. Amanda, can you touch on that, please? Cause one of the things that Jeannie just mentioned is uh, so many people during the, when, when the shutdown started, they had, they, there was concern, there was anxiety, but people were at home trying to find stuff to do. And there were the jokes about, you know, laying on the couch and binge watching TV shows, trying to, you know, spring cleaning, doing whatever, but little projects like getting something framed, you have been meaning to get framed <laughs> that now's the time to do it. Is it not? Yes, definitely. <laughs> um, and we had, we actually had a, a lot of that people sending me text messages of uh, like family photos that they had found and um, things that they had been looking at and they're like I used to love this and now I've been staring at it for a month and I hate it I want to get it reframed (laughs) um so it's been it's been an opportunity for us definitely um but because we have not been able to let people in our business it has been a little bit of a it's been a lot different than we were used to because used to we were, we would work one-on-one with people, show people actual frame samples and mat samples. And so what we have done is we have a series of three options that we can um, do with people. And like with Jeannie, what we did, we did text message designs. So I sent her pictures of what materials we could use. And that works out really well. The colors are really accurate and um, you can get a good representation of what the finished product will look like. Another option is one of our vendors have, come up with what's called a visualization software. And so it, it makes a mock-up of what your whole frame will look like when you add the mat and the frame to it. So that's been really awesome because we do a lot of, we've been doing a lot of digital design as far as like someone, for instance, my friend who's also having a baby sent me a message that said, Hey, my nursery is going to be star Wars themed. Can you make me some graphics? So I did. I made her some really cute graphics with Star Wars characters and then was able to show her with the software like, hey, this is what it'll look like in these different frames. And so we just placed an order for five pieces of art that we will now print and five frames without ever having to come in contact with each other. So you're you're, um, fi- you're finding a way to do the you're working from home on everything you can <laughs> until it's time to put your hands on the actual project. Right. Uh, working remotely. Uh, you may be in the store, but you're working remotely. <laughs> JJ, it's a little bit different situation for you because uh, you're in, you're in the, you know, you're in the consumable food, uh, healthy smoothies. Um, one of the things I wanted to ask you about, are people working out more because they have all this extra time or are they laying around on their couches more? But either way, are they coming to you to get a refreshing, <laughs> refreshing thing to eat? To answer your first one, yes, I do believe people are working out more, and I don't. I I think I know that it's because, um, if you go online and try to find any workout uh, equipment, it is all sold out. <laughs> so that lets you know that people are are, are working out more, or they're or and they're 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 considering it, so they buy the equipment. And at least they're <laughs> considering it. So you're right about that. at least they're considering it. So yes, I, so I do believe people are working out, or at least trying to work out more, and people. Are, and I go running, and I see people running so um i assume so um i do we do get a lot of people come in um it's coming in we get a lot of online orders people are running in and running out and you see them in sweat you know they sweat clothes and they gym shorts so uh, it seems like i'm getting more of that now my assumption is because they're in those clothes they have worked out that may be just a fad i'm not sure but needless to say i'm glad they're coming to the store um 
anyway, but we, um, I do think people are working out more and coming in and getting their protein. It seemed like I'm ordering more uh, on the protein side of the product than I am on other other stuff. So I'm, my assumption is yes. Well, well, that, well, that was the one reason I brought that up was because I know I, I had read in some of your background doing a little bit of show prep. Uh, one of your issues when you opened the Smoothie King was a little bit of branding that in Rome, since you were the first franchise of Smoothie King, People didn't realize people didn't realize it was as healthy as it is. It's designed to be for a healthy lifestyle. This is not some fast food dessert, right? Um, the, you know, this complements um, being your best self. Am I phrasing that correctly? Correct. We are. We are in the business. Uh, we we try to inspire people to live a healthy and active um, uh, lifestyle. And so you're right. When we first opened, people thought it was a milkshake or I've had people, they used to come in there and say, can I get a root beer float? <laughs> and so the brand, it did take, cause I was the first franchise here, uh, in Northwest Georgia that it did take some time to brand. And, um, now people, it's funny. Now people come in there and they are say, you know, I, whatever particular smoothie they want, can you take out that? And I want my almond milk and can you add some extra fiber and I need some BCAs. And so now it's like going to Starbucks and they just, throwing it out there now and i see a lot of that more so now so the 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 uh customer base has educated itself good yeah uh, which is good because yeah. i tell you during this time i'll be honest during this time it is how else can i say it? it is our loyal customers our our regulars that have kept us afloat it's not the you know the random people it's the people who come on a regular pe- basis we have people who literally come six, seven days a week to get, you know, that is their breakfast breakfast meal or that's their lunch meal. And they come regularly. Most of the people come regularly. My staff, if they don't order online, before they're walking through the door, they have already rung it up for them because they know what they're going to get because they come so often. So and it, has, it has been them that has kept us afloat. And I'm totally grateful and thankful um, for them. Jeannie, are you... Are you seeing that around the community uh, that loyal customers are are helping these businesses to keep going through these uh, these unusual times? Jeannie, I've lost you there. Are you muted? There you Sorry go. about that, Ramon Floyd County. Uh, you know, there's just very loyal people here, and really um, working hard to keep all businesses. Um, afloat. And um, I think that, you know, Amanda and JJ both speak perfectly to this, you know, with just reaching out and explaining situations and then everybody kind of modifying their um, buying needs. I know that JJ has a new app and um, where you can literally place your order and then just go get, pick it up. And it's pretty easy. I guess you pay for uh, online as well. And so that things like that make p- the consumer feel much safer. And so people want to support, you know, the businesses that are going above and beyond to make sure, um, you know, we as consumers feel safe, but also just identifying how we can operate during this time. There is definitely pent up buying power. Um, we see that, you know, with the home projects that are going on and, you know, p- the the people getting out and going to, you know, different places because, you know, sheltering in place can be very isolating. And so I think people want to get out and exercise and just they're working on their mental health as well. So to go to a familiar place like Smoothie King really helps, you know, um, 
them, you know, work toward that um, need to get out and about and feel like we're still being very productive in, in our lives. All right, I'm going to come to you, Amanda, Amanda and JJ, and then circle back around to Jeannie here on some of the um, the programs that the government has instituted with loans and things like that to help businesses, you know, fight their way through here with payroll protection and things like that. Amanda, first of all, uh, have you taken advantage of these programs and how was the process for you? Have you seen any money, et cetera? Uh, Yes, we definitely did. We took advantage of all of them. We applied for everything that came out. Um, I did it really fast. I applied the very first day it was available for both the EDIL loans and the um, payroll protection. Um, It took, it took a while on the website, you know, it said within three days and then it said within a week and that didn't happen. But after about three weeks, we did get the payroll protection um, and, and, once the once we got to the process where we were working with the underwriters, it was a really fast process. Um, up until that point, we had received a lot of correspondence saying, "Hey, you're still in the queue. We haven't forgot about you. It's coming." And then it did. the um, The SBA loan, the the emergency loan, we did receive the advance grant, and it just magically appeared in our bank account. We had no correspondence from the SBA. Um, I just woke up one day and it was there. And then a couple days later, I got an email from the SBA saying, we still have your loan application. The grant was because it was a successful um, application and we'll be sending you more paperwork soon. Great. Uh, JJ, how about you? Um, and it, I, I, I assume you went through some of those similar processes. You said you, before the show started, you said you applied for everything. I applied for it all, every bit I could I could get. Uh, but yeah, just like Amanda, we did apply. We did get the uh, PPP, and I think um, I just had to call about this yesterday. But I think um, for me, I started with I guess a big, really a middleman person company that's supposed to specialize. I guess like a broker company uh, that was supposed to help it or speed it up or in the the process of getting that up. Uh, payroll protection money but i think that was not uh it kept like amanda kept saying where well, you're in the queue and you know we'll get back with you and this that and other and but what i did was i thought then we had some correspondence with our corporate store um corporation and i called them because luckily being a franchise you can at least get some answers and i called them and said they're a better way and um before they could give me an answer sometime it takes a while my, uh, I reached out just to see. I reached out to my bank, and I had a relationship with my bank. And I think that's one thing is cute that if you have a relationship with your bank, that is mm-hmm. that is keen. You don't want to be just randomly going. But at any rate, um, I talked to my bank, and um, they said yes, we're doing it. There's a lot of it's in the beginning, so it was a lot of we don't know how much this, and you know, it's a lot of different rules and regulations they hadn't figured it all out but i went on with them and was able to get the application in um and i think within it didn't take that long um it maybe took a week from the application in and then actually getting approved and getting the uh payroll protection um uh, money which was great uh and i and i think that my point to that is i think you need to make sure or uh, during this time reach out to the banks if they don't reach out to you, I wouldn't just sit back. I would, you know, I would reach out to them 
uh, and make it a point to initiate this type of a uh, conversation with them and see, you know, what, what kind of funds or what kind of, what kind of funds can you, um, can you receive? Cause that's basically what I did. And it was able, I was able to get in and, um, uh, get the money. So relationships are key and reach out is key. You just can't, just, everybody wants it. So if you're trying to sit back and say, well, you know, they want me to get it, they'll, they'll give it to me. That's not going to happen. You kind of got to push your way through the door. Jeannie, uh, I know you wanted to follow up on some things that people need to do to follow up through this process. Absolutely. Correct? Absolutely. If somebody is, um, regardless of where they are in the process, if they haven't applied yet, or if they don't know where they stand um, with their application, if they will call me at the chamber, um, I've been partnering, the chamber has been partnering with Richard Montanero and his team over at the Small Business Development Center, and they are in direct communication with the SBA. So that's a great contact we have, and we can connect people there right away. We also know of some um financial institutions that are still processing the loan, still have the capability of, of loaning money um, through the PPE. I mean, I'm sorry, through the PPP. And so we're ha- more than happy to connect them there. But, um, you know, if they can just call first, I think secondly, it is important that um, people realize that for forgiveness of these loans, um, documentation is going to be key. And so making copies of everything, um, payroll, you know, expenditures, um, rent checks, there's, there's just a lot of documentation that's going to be required for forgiveness of the loans. I don't want to make it sound more complicated than it is, but it is going to be important to provide the documentation. All right, let's uh, let's kind of go around here and talk a little bit about the mental aspect of all of this. Obviously, there's incredible stress and anxiety, especially if you're running a business and you have people uh, who work for you. Um, you know, JJ, you had pointed out that you kind of made sure your staff was was solid and and you wanted to make sure their dollars were still flowing. Um, but but just to that, how are how are y'all handling all of this? mentally has it been exhausting do you see a light at the end of the tunnel or are we still in the middle of something here that you're going to be wrestling with for years because of this amanda i'll start with you well um first and foremost like jj mentioned i i don't have as many employees as jj does um i only have one full-time and one part-time but during this whole process um we've been able to keep our staff on staff and paid Great. so that made it a whole lot easier um, mentally knowing that they're taken care of. And, um, you know, it's been, it's like I said, in the beginning, I had a, I had a gut reaction and I kind of panicked at first and that lasted about a week. And then one of, um, one of my mentors in the industry reached out to me and he and I had a really long conversation about a game plan and what we, what we could do and what we could, um, how we could extend our runway is what he said. And, you know, after talking to him, it kind of just lit everything up like, okay, this isn't the end of the world. We just need to come up with a plan. So we did. And right now I'm in better position this year than I was this time last year, because I've been following this plan. We've adapted our business. We've not panicked. We've cut down overhead. We've just kind of slimmed down and, while all the other stuff that we were doing was fabulous, you know, it's really made us focus on the core of our business and what's important. And like JJ said, the loyal customers that have been supporting us through this entire time, it's just been 
it's been an eye-opening experience that, you know, we are going to make it. And I am, I don't know, I can't speak to everyone in this situation, but I'm going to come out of this situation better than I was last year because we had a terrible year last year. So I'm, uh, I'm just thankful that we, uh, for my mentor reaching out, because he definitely didn't have to do that. And he did. And he gave me some really good tips. And, you know, if there's anyone, I don't know if any other industries could benefit from my advice, but if anyone in the framing industry needs advice, I'd be happy to say what um, Medi said to me because it was really eye-opening. And um, I just want to thank all of our loyal customers because they have, they've had us, they kept us afloat until I was able to activate our new action plan. And now that we're doing it, we're good. Great. It sounds like it just made you hyper-focus on every little detail that you might have been letting go for the past couple of years. Uh, just, kind of, just kind of relook at everything and how you do it and reevaluate. All the while, you said you're dealing with, with pregnancy. So when, I wanted to come back. When are you due? Uh, due in the early September. <laughs> okay. Do we have a name picked out yet? You said a little girl, right? Yes. Her name's going to be Finley Lynn. So not Corona? Oh. Pretty. <laughs> good, good for you. Uh, okay, JJ, back to the original question for you. Just the mental anxiety and all of that. How have you, uh, how have you processed the additional stress and things like that? Um, for me, if I can be open book and honest, uh, and this is the truth, and I don't just say this as a cliche statement. I literally said that I was going to choose prayer over panic. I refused to panic and I was going to pray. And that's really what I did. My focus was really spiritually on not looking at, you know, all the things that are going wrong and try to focus on, uh, you know, a spiritual and a prayer background. So I wouldn't panic because if I, if I thought about everything that I saw, then I probably would panic. And I just don't necessarily know if that's good faith. <laughs> so that's what I chose. Now, application, realistic, I mean, life application, what I did was I basically ran, and you do focus more on details. I ran my numbers and I went, sat down and got a pad and I ran, you know, what we currently got coming in and what I have in the bank pre PPP, pre any disaster loan money, pre anything. And I figured out exactly how long I could last um, if none of that money came in. One was how long I could last if none of that money came in, but the core money that I had coming in stayed. Or if I completely lost that money, how long could I last just paying the necessary bills, the lease and everything, you know, think everything else. Um, how long could I last? So I figured that out. Uh, that's one thing I, I guess it's good that when you are in business, you still got to set some money to the side to save for you. Like as, as grandma say for a rainy day and it's certainly we've had a rainy few weeks, <laughs> should I say a couple months. So anyway, so I sat down and did that to make sure that I had enough money to the last on both scenarios to see what we did. And then once I knew I had a, at least a couple months to last, well, then I just talked to the good Lord and say, Hey, we got a couple months. So let's, we got a few months, so let's, let's let's figure this out. And again, it goes back to the loyalty of our customers. Our customers kept coming. Um, I think we were aver- basically advertising. You know, we put the plexiglass up, the signs, the six feet, the online ordering, the app ordering. I think that makes people a little more comfortable. So we didn't. I mean, we dropped considerably, but I think 
um, it helped to keep to our loyal customers coming and to show that, you know, we were um, doing our best to keep everything up to flow. We, I mean, we were cleaning, we were wearing gloves that we always do, but we were in gloves. We were mopping the floor more. We were, I mean, it make, it make you wipe down clean more. My staff scrubbing walls more. Probably didn't like that, but you know, you know, everything just to try to keep everything sanitized and clean more often. And so, yes, we were navigating through some uncharted waters, but you know, I always said that you can't become a skilled captain in calm waters. You got to have some rough waters to become a skilled captain. And so as we navigate through these rough waters, it built skill, you know, learning how to talk to the guests, learning better to spend, you know, with your employees and see what's going on in their life. And basically in running your business, I mean, I may have ran numbers. I'm looking at the details. What can we cut? What can't we cut? What, uh, you know, Instead of just regularly ordering, you're being more particular on what you do to try to keep your business um, up going. And so I think between that, that may, between that and prayer, that may have kept me from, um, you know, and panicking. And I, you know, that's kind of what I did. Yeah. Every, everybody finds, uh, has found a piece their way. So good for you. It's funny. Uh, one of the things I have always preached that, that I'm getting into politics here with the national debt, which always just troubles me greatly, is math is not a myth. Math is real. Numbers are real. Yeah, so yeah, no at, at some point, you've got to pay that. Uh, it's it's you know it's real. Math is not a myth. So those numbers, um, you have to get down in the detail to see where exactly where you stand. So. Um, Jeannie, to you, uh, he was talking about navigating rough waters and being a captain and all that. The chamber, you sit at the intersection of all of that. You, I think you have described it to me before as you, you kind of consider yourself a facilitator of connecting this business to that thing that can help them, et cetera. Um, how have these waters been for you? So we are really um, reaching out more, connecting more, um, listening more, and making sure that we understand what each business needs, because, you know, from business A to business B, their needs are very different. And sometimes it's because of size. Sometimes it's just because of what they do. So um, we're trying to, you know, be um, rapidly responding to um, or responding to, you know, what their needs are. I will say this, that for the, um, chamber itself, we've had to go through the same type measures. We've had to, you know, go through our budget and, you know, make um, cuts where we can and just to be good stewards, you know, of, of what we have and, um, you know, be very conservative right now with spending. And, um, you know, I am taking care of, you know, the employees of the chamber, um, looking out for them and, you know, in the long term as well. So, you know, that is just, um, you know, in some areas we're being extremely frugal, which we should be. And um, we are trying to be a good steward. I I, I agree with um, JJ that, um, you know, there can be heightened anxiety definitely right now. And so, you know, what I've said from day one is let's just show each other a lot of grace because, um, what business A is going through isn't necessarily what business B is going through. And so, you know, sometimes the frustration um, comes in a minute and then people will step back and, you know, 
really make some modifications that just like Amanda and JJ have done, that makes them see things differently. And so I think they're a great example of, you know, um, surviving and thriving, you know, during this pandemic. And that's what I always say is, you know, to say it's unprecedented is such an understatement. I mean, it is a pandemic, you know, I feel like we're at war every day, we're in the trenches. And so, you know, I just appreciate everybody giving grace, because understanding that all businesses are doing the best they can right now. That is true. And and another thing which makes it unusual, of course, is there's no vaccine yet. So this is something that's going to be lingering in our lives for perhaps months and months. But as long as, you know, the experts have told us to flatten the curve so that our healthcare industry isn't overwhelmed, it's just going to be something that's there, but we can still be careful. But, you know, we're trying to find, I guess we're all trying to find our way right now, Jeannie, to your point of conducting business, but staying safe and healthy. Uh, and so everybody's adapting. And, and, right. and good good for Amanda and JJ in the chamber. Uh, Amanda, any final thoughts from you um, about where we where we stand, where we're going, how you're doing, and getting ready to bring another life into the world later this year? <laughs> um, I, from the bottom of my heart, I just want to say thank you to everyone who supported us, and um, to anybody who is still in a freak out mode or still worried. If you need someone to talk to, I will be there. You can message me, call me, call the shop. Everything is going to be okay. Um, Honestly, I feel like our future is bright and we have been going through some dark times, but there's a lot of sunshine ahead. So just hang in there. <laughs> and what, what is your website, Amanda? It's a Farrell's frame and design.com. And we're also on Facebook and uh, Instagram at Farrell's frame and design. And JJ, anybody that perhaps is feeling a little stress, you know what I would tell them? Go for a walk, go for a run, go have a smoothie. Am I right? You said it all. Yeah. <laughs> that's, 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 that sounds like a good plan to me. <laughs> <laughs> go for a walk, go for a run, go have, Rome's got all these great trails, go for a walk, maintain your social distance and then go over to Smoothie King. That's, I ran the other day. I, I, it's crazy. I've been here s- seven years, I guess. Yes. Yeah, I'm going on seven years and I got into this running thing and I ran a trail the other day. I was like, I didn't even know this was back here and it was a, it was a great run. So you're, you're yeah. I, and I saw people back there. I, was like, I didn't even notice this back here. So, Stress never does anything for you. Other, it hurts you. So stressing is not going to make it better. So you only got two, you know, two or three chances. I mean, choices and stress. And when I see people, I've talked to other franchisees, and not all of them here, but some uh, outside of Rome. And there are people that are really stressed. And I talked to a lady in um, Kennesaw. I had to go down there to, to another Smoothie King to pick up something, and I stopped by there. And this lady was in. I walked in and just introduce myself to get you know a sandwich and just you know say how she's doing and she was stressed she just she was it says i don't know how i'm gonna pay my mortgage i don't i can't pay my i can't pay my let alone my mortgage i can't pay the rent here i can't pay my business loan here and she i mean i don't think she she took 20 minutes before she rang my sandwich up right. and i'm just standing there you know and she was just going 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 and i basically you know just told her you know fill out the government stuff, look for those things, do a little research. Some of this stuff you have to do on your own, do some research. And, but it's going to be okay. I think eventually 
it will be okay. It's, you know, the strong survives. And it's, I mean, I know it's hard and I know it's difficult. And my, my heart goes out to so many people that may not make it on the other end. It's, it's, it's a, I mean, the reality is it is some may not make it. And, and so I understand. And I just think that I know it's difficult, but we have to keep pushing. We got to keep striving and keep doing what we can within the, within the limits of uh, what the CDC is saying and do our best to, you know, make sure our staff is great. Our customers are great. No one, like you said, no one's getting sick and just trying to navigate through this foreign land. And I, and I want to say to that point that I think the chamber and Jenny there have put great information out They're you know, shooting emails. They got the videos on the Twitter and the Facebook and everything. I get more emails. I get an email every week or every day about something new that happened, uh, you know, as it relates to the CDC from the chamber. So they're doing, I think they're doing an excellent job and their best to get the information out. And with that, I think many of us have to go and look for it and search it. It's out there. We just have to go and, and look for it. And I think my, my prayer is that everything we're going to be okay. Maybe not tomorrow, but I think eventually if we hang on there and stay strong. I think we'll, We'll come out of this, um, come out of this good. We just got to keep pushing through. Thank you, JJ. Jeannie, final thoughts from you. Yeah. Well, thank you, JJ, for those comments. And, you know, we are trying very hard and we want to talk to every business who needs us right now. So if they can call us at 706-291-7663, we would love to help them. Our uh, website is roamga.com and we do have a business triage page set up there that has great resources and it has um, links to those businesses in Roman Floyd County that are selling the PPE. And so I know that, you know, that's another, um, cost for businesses as they, you know, do open up and are trying to do everything safely, finding the mask, finding, you know, hand sanitizer, those different things. So there are some links there where you can find the um, protective equipment. So check that out. Okay, great. Uh, thanks, everybody. That's Jenny Kruger from Rome Floyd Chamber of Commerce, Amanda Farrell from Farrell's Frames, JJ Johnson from Smoothie King. Everybody, uh, that project you've had in your closet that you want to get framed that you've been thinking about and now's the time while you're doing your spring cleaning you know you're you're quarantining take care of it you're self-isolate and if, go for a walk go for a run then go for a smoothie over at smoothie kings uh, am i right absolutely 100% uh, all right thank everybody appreciate it you've been listening to the Rome Floyd Chamber small business spotlight here on Rome Business Radio i'm Roger Manus Thanks for listening.